Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning. Happy Friday. Welcome to the show. It is November 4th, and we are so happy to have you joining us as we get ready to kick off the weekend. Thank you all for checking in. We haven't done some check-ins in a while if you ever want to check in all you got to do is shoot us a text at 702-364-9400 you could also tweet us at mercedes in the am this morning we have rudy checking in rick diane and sarah raul uh jan is checking in the texas moore family sandel brian s lance aubrey all listening so is katie thank you for that on um let's see here we have on twitter checking in We've got Michelle listening, Mike, Don, Luke, uh, Catherine listening. So thank you guys for that. How's it going? Ooh, turned the heat on in the house yesterday for the first time. And this is when I got home from the radio show, walked inside the house, and Laura was out and about, and it was like 66 degrees inside the house. I'm like, God, that, that's a tad bit on the chilly side for me. Yeah, it's really cold out there. Um, yesterday, we went on our walk, and we got caught in the rain. I'm oh, did you? Out. I go, I think I felt something on my lip. And my husband's like, uh-oh. And then we look at the sky, and we're like, uh-oh. And then it just starts raining <laughs> on us. So he's like, I think we might have to start running. And I was like, okay. And we were literally walking up a hill. I'm like, oh, gosh. So we start running, running. And uh, it's not too bad, but it's enough to... I was wearing a hat, thankfully. But um, it was enough to get us a, a little moist out there. And uh, I love that word, moist. <laughs> I don't. I, it's a joke. But um, yeah, so it was, uh, it was chilly yesterday, for sure. This song just popped in my head when he said you guys were running up the hill. Yeah, that, that was us yesterday. You and Matt, rain starting yeah. to come down a little bit. A little gloomy outside. Nice fall day in Las Vegas. I, I even said that. I go, we're running up that hill. And he started laughing. <laughs> we got a Kate Bush this. Let's go. Let's it was, go. It was cold snow at Mount Charleston. Steph, you, you said you and James were going to go up there uh, as a little anniversary celebration. Did you end up going? We are going tomorrow. Oh, oh yes. I thought you were going yesterday for yeah. some reason. Oh, maybe I didn't clarify. I apologize. So we're going tomorrow. And I was actually talking to JC about this after the show. I was like, do you think that the snow is going to be melted by the time we go tomorrow? Maybe like mm, 10, 11 a.m. 
I think you'll be good driving. You'll be good driving up. There'll be, there'll be snow on the ground, but as far as like the roads and stuff, you'll be golden. Okay, cool. totally fine driving. Like up. I don't need chains or anything. You shouldn't, unless it snows more. But everything should be clear. It's just I don't think the snow is going to melt everywhere else. Yeah, like, not on the roads. You okay. know what I mean? Okay, because if we have to use chains and. Pfft, Plans are canceled. I'm not putting chains on my tires. No, I don't no. think you'll have to do that. Yeah. I'm not going that far. That should be that. Try Tuesday. Who can put chains on? You ever put chains on your car, Mercedes, growing up in the Denver area? No, we always had snow tires. Oh, that, yeah, the snow so, tires. Yeah, that was. I was always good on that. Did you ever put chains on? Never did the chains. Uh, I had um, a Pontiac Fiero at one point, which was a little two-door sports car and that thing was so light it would slide everywhere so it would put kitty litter or something heavy in the trunk of the car to weigh the car down to give me some extra weight in the back and that actually did help and I would still slide around but I wasn't spinning my tires as much in the snow when I would load up the trunk with kitty litter or whatever heavy stuff I can put in the trunk that was that was the trick to driving in the snow in that Pontiac Fiero. One thing I used to love to do when um, I drove in the snow I love the fact that my dad had stick shift cars and so it's easier to control a car driving in the snow when it's a stick shift and uh so we're we're gonna go back to denver for a couple of days for the holidays and i was talking to my mom i was like do i need to rent a car can i just use one of yours and she's like you can use one of ours and i was like do you guys have any stick shifts left she's like no we got rid of all the stick shifts and i'm like oh man because what no matter what happens whenever we go to colorado i always bring the snow with me like it always (laughs) ends up snowing and i just feel so much more comfortable driving in either a four-wheel drive or with a stick shift because so, I, I feel like I can control the car better. You have a little bit more control there. And I love the fact, too, that you can you can drive a stick. Which you're, I think this is funny, too, because my wife had a Mazda Protégé when I met her, and that was one of your first cars. Was your was your stick your Mazda Protégé? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It was classic. Yeah. It's, it's just, I, I mean, looking back, I don't miss I don't miss it, but when it comes to uh, driving in the snow, absolutely. And that's not something we do every day here. So, Oh, yeah. Very rare. <laughs> but Steph, Momo will enjoy the snow for the first time up there for sure. I hope so. I really I want to record his reaction, seeing the snow. He's going to be sniffing it. He's like, what is this? And I I think he's going to end up loving it and wanting to play in it. Oh, I'm sure. He's probably going to be a little cold, but um, I'm sure he'll get over that after the excitement kicks in. We'll bring his little dog sweater with him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are you going to take your Christmas card pictures up there with the snow in the background? I didn't even think mm-hmm. about that. That would be cute. Beautiful up there. We have matching. Uh, we have a matching sweater with Momo. It's like red and green. And then we should. We they're like pajama pants though. <laughs> Never mind. Put them on. Take your photos. Then rechange and go for a hike or something. Have Santa hats on. Oh my gosh, it'd be great. <laughs> That's a great idea. Now you're all set. I love it. Well, let's get the show started. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song on a Friday. Do you want to hear? I want to sex you up by Color Me Bad. The Distance by Cake. He's going the distance. He's going for speed. She's all alone. All alone Or do you want to hear In the Air by Flo Rida? This is my jam. Keep the party in till the AM. Those are your choices. Get your votes in now. You can vote on our Facebook page. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM, or you can call or text us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1.
rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Cops are trying to piece together the argument that escalated to the point of gunfire in the fatal shooting of takeoff. And the whole thing is just mind-boggling. So TMZ says angry words were exchanged between Quavo and others after he lost in a dice game at that bowling alley. TMZ says they took the argument outside and somehow they began arguing over who would beat who at basketball. It then escalated. Shots were fired. Ten shots were fired. They do have a person of interest, but no official arrest have been made yet. That's just so ridiculous to fight about something like that. And now now we've lost takeoff because of that. That's just awful. It's Yeah, it's such a sad story. Some more, some more stuff. And that just went down, what, Tuesday of this week? Earlier this week, some more stuff developing on that whole thing. Well, th- there's a new book coming out about the life of King Charles called The King, The Life of Charles III. And the author interviewed a bunch of King Charles's former valets. And this is what we learned. Allegedly, according to this book, it's all over the Internet this morning. He kept his childhood teddy bear well into his 40s. And anytime the teddy bear needed mending, his former nanny would step in and take care of it. He had a valet that was in charge of squeezing toothpaste onto his monogram toothbrush, shaving his face, helping him put on trousers and lacing up his shoes. Plus, the royals, uh, his pajamas were laid out every night and his bed was turned down. His underwear was hand washed and he does not like square ice cubes. And also, he travels with his own royal toilet suite, uh, toilet seat. Hey, I mean, if you are the prince, now the king, you get stuff like that. That's what. That's part one of the perks. There are those perks. To I, life. I think there are some things that are like bad things, so that makes up for all the bad things. And he does not like that square ice. They like the rabbit poop ice. They like the small. They don't like the rattling of big ice cubes. It's like that smaller ice, which is a good thing. It's hard to, you know, so the square ice is awkward in your mouth if you, if you like to crunch it. It's just, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of square ice either. Let's talk about some sports stuff here. So first off, the bet, Eagles won last night. Oh, okay. So Did I take the, do you have the Eagles? I have the Eagles, oh, yeah. You yeah. did? Okay, I got five bucks. Yeah, five bucks. That's our weekly Thursday night bet. And then as, as far as Vegas sports this weekend, the Raiders, uh, after that, oh, that crushing loss last week, they are in Jacksonville on Sunday. Our Vegas Golden Knights are off to the best start in franchise history. They they won again last night, um, and they play again tomorrow night. Montreal, that game's at 4 o'clock. I think they're now 10-2 and two on the season. They, lo- they looked great last night, and they were winning uh, like 3-1, to one, and then all of a sudden, uh, Ottawa starts coming back. I'm like, well, hold on. <laughs> What's going on? But they ended up winning, which is nice. Yeah, 5-4 was the, the final score of that game. And then UNLV, um, they started that season strong, but they're now 4-4. Four and four. Big one for them tomorrow. They are at San Diego State. Steph, you're... you're Alma mater there. Four o'clock is, is the game. Both teams are four and four and two and two in the conference. So big game tomorrow. That's exciting. I'm actually one. Of, I wish I was in San Diego for that game, but maybe if it's on TV, I'll check it out. Yeah, it should be uh, should be a good game tomorrow. And then we have not had a Superman movie in 13 years, and we now know we're getting a new one with Henry Cavill returning as Superman. Well, check this out. Warner Brothers. They released eight Harry Potter films from 2001 to 2011, and that grossed $7.7 billion globally. Well, Warner Brothers wants to make more Harry Potter movies, and they said they're going to do it if they can work out a deal with J.K. Rowling. Well, that'll, I mean, that's cool. I'm not going to turn down anything Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. How, I, again, I've never seen the, the, the movies, never read the books. Does it end where there's more, or do you think it's a prequel? Is there more in the Harry Potter franchise, the way things left off? Well, I don't think she wrote anything after that, um, after the final one. But, uh, uh, you know, unless I'm mistaken, I know she wrote a prequel one. Um, 
So, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. So maybe more Harry Potter films on the way. Listen, we'll have more Dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1731. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show. It is Friday, November 4th, 6 o'clock. Happy to have you guys joining us on this Friday, ready for the weekend. How how are you doing this morning? I'm good. Looking forward to the weekend. It should be a, a, a nice weekend. We get, we're doing dinner tonight. I'm um, going to a car show tomorrow at some point. We're going to go down and check out the, all that Formula F1 stuff uh, tomorrow night as well. And then Sunday night out at the barn with the horses or Sunday with the horses. It should be a, should be a nice weekend over here. Nice, nice. You, uh, go ahead. You guys got stuff going on this weekend? What's going uh, on in your world? Uh, yeah, same. I'm going to be doing the uh, I'm going to the Formula F1 stuff tomorrow night also. Um, then Tonight, I am hosting the FLM Cactus Garden Lighting uh, Ceremony, uh, so I'm really excited about that. To me, it's kind of like the uh, official kickoff of the holidays, so that's always a good time. So yeah, kind of a busy one here, too. And then tonight, that all starts. What time? People want to join you. What time? Can they go out there? Can people come watch it, or is it ticketed only? How does that work well, tonight? Well, for um, tonight, the uh, like grand opening ceremony is um, only, we're only having like teachers, honoring teachers, and they're coming out, and they're going to be doing the lighting with us and then after that um i believe it opens to the public at uh 7 p.m so you can come uh, anytime after 7 p.m i believe it is a dollar to get in and uh that money goes to various charities here in the las vegas valley so it's going to be really cool yeah so festive too it is like the official start to the, the holiday season here in las vegas and they've been doing it for so long some 20 years i didn't realize they were doing it that long yeah it's going to be uh really a, a good time and uh, they have hot chocolate out there we're going to have school choirs out there performing and some special guests so it should be a really good time it's actually a busy weekend in vegas the whole the formula one stuff tomorrow is going to be it's going to be nuts it's going to be so cool there's stuff happening kind of all throughout the day and then tomorrow night with there's stuff going on at caesar's palace and we have uh we gave away those tickets all week long for people to go see the killers tomorrow night the rodeo is in town vegas is going off this weekend yeah it's going to be a lot of fun i'm looking forward to seeing the killers tomorrow night it's been a minute since we've seen them i know it's been a lot and, and i was talking to laura about this her and i haven't been to a concert together in a long time i haven't seen live music in in uh it's been a while i i'm not i think i've seen music post pandemic yeah, I did. I, I went to one concert post-pandemic, so I'm looking forward to seeing some live music tomorrow night. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. So if you are out and about and uh, you've got a big weekend plan, make sure you bundle up, though. It is going to be cold <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> really chilly, especially tonight over at the Cactus Garden. It's supposed to be cold. I'm like, oh, boy, i got to wear a big, heavy jacket because we're going to be standing out there. But it'll be perfect and perfect ambiance to get things uh, going for for uh, for the cactus lighting. Look for a text message from Laura at some point. If she didn't text you already last night, she was, she was asking me because the the killer's thing tomorrow. It's outside by the pool. And she's like, what do I wear? I'm like, I don't, you, I don't know. So I'm gonna, is Mercedes going? Like, I'm, you know, probably. So I'm going to send her a text message to see what to wear. I'm like, all right, have at it. So expect a message from my wife. If you talk to her, tell her I have no idea <laughs> what I'm wearing. I have no idea. And I'm like, why are you stressing out? I don't know. They put a jacket on. You know, you're going to be outside. You're going to a concert. You yeah. see people. I don't, know. Yeah, I don't know. Why are you stressing out about it? She goes, I don't know why this is such a heavy thing on me right now. I'm like, I don't know why either. And most times people don't even notice what you're wearing either. That's the thing. Like we put so much thought into, oh, I got to have the perfect outfit. And it's like, I, I couldn't even tell you what half the people are wearing when I go to <laughs> I don't I don't even notice. So, yeah, it's uh yeah, I haven't decided yet. I probably won't 10 minutes until we leave. So, my husband loves that I do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, but yeah, then but you you're normally on time or 
Who's ready first in your house? Um, nine times out of ten he is, but there is a sometimes I am. It's rare, but once in a while I am, and then I get really annoyed that I have to wait for him. <laughs> <laughs> it never times so out just fair. right. It's so it never times out just right. Well, on today's show, uh, so Sunday, talk about events this weekend. Sunday night, Blue October in concert over at Brooklyn Bowl. You're going to be at that show on Sunday night, and not only are you going to be at the show, you're going to meet the band. We've got your tickets with meet and greet passes coming up at 7:40 and 9:40 this morning. We're spinning the Oh Wow wheel right around 8:15. Tickets to go see Jerry Seinfeld at 825. So we are loaded for you this morning. And up next is What's Trending? What do you got for us? Pink's new single is out. It is so good. It's going to get you moving. We'll play some of that for you. Also, Selena opens up and Kraft goes couture. That's coming up next in What's Trending. Probably trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. All right. Pink is trending this morning. Her new single dropped last night. It's called Never Gonna Not Dance Again. The latest single from the Grammy Award winning singer since her July single, Irrelevant. And here is some of Never Gonna Not Dance Again. dropped a video for the song showing her getting the party started in a grocery store. It's super cute. You gotta check it out. She's gonna be performing at the upcoming American Music Awards on November 20th where she'll be appearing alongside uh, artists like Carrie Underwood and Imagine Dragons. It's a fun sounding song and the video is awesome too. Oh, it's a great it's feel so to it. Good. It's like a it's, 70s vibe to it kind of. It, well actually uh, I think we should play it here after uh, What's Trending. Let's do it. Come yeah. out of the commercials. Love it. it. So that is trending this morning. Also trending this morning is Celine Selena Gomez, her new Apple TV Plus documentary, My Mind and Me, is out today. She had planned to release it multiple times, but she said it just didn't feel right. But then the pandemic hit and a lot of people started having conversations around mental health, the isolation that people feeling, you know, depressed or anxious and never feeling those feelings before she has now. She just hopes that this will lead to more conversations that will help people in the future in it. She sought healing from her bipolar disorder, her lupus diagnosis, as well as her 2017 kidney transplant. And the film's described as a raw look at mental health, pulling back the curtain of fame to reveal a young woman who is actively working on her complicated relationship with loving and accepting herself. Yeah. The previews of it looks very raw. And if this opens up conversations for some people, that's fantastic. But yeah, I was, I saw the, some of the stuff yesterday. I was like, wow, Wow. She really opens up for everyone. I think uh, it, she really uh, it's it's very relatable for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I was watching a, an interview with her on the red carpet at the premiere and the, one of the reporters was like, um, I watched your I watched your documentary. I'm sorry if I get a little emotional. Um, it was so hard to watch you going through what you went through and you could just see it like the the tears in her eyes well up and and she said just that she's like i just really hope it starts a conversation so i think a lot of people will be streaming that again it's on apple tv plus you can check it out it's out now um and then finally this morning craft and juicy couture are trending so the collaboration we did not see coming is the surprising pairing of juicy couture and craft real mayonnaise 
So the clothing brand is known for their 2000s tracksuits. Remember the velour tracksuits? Yes. They're teaming up with the mayonnaise <laughs> brand to bring us a quote-unquote velvety smooth blinged out fashion line. They're calling it the Smooth Lovers Collection, and it's inspired by both Craft Mayo and Juicy Couture's very distinct textures. So the set includes a tracksuit. It's a deep blue shade of velour, like the Craft Mayo label. And rather than having juicy on the booty of the bottoms, the sweatpants are embellished with smooth on, on the booty. <laughs> um, the jacket's going to have long li- uh, live velvety, um, long live velvety in colored rhinestones on the back. And it also includes a white velour tour- tube top that reads Mayo Couture. In the juicy font, there's also a limited edition tube top for your jar of mayonnaise if you really want to match with your jar of mayonnaise. It's available on the online store created just for this collaboration. Uh, it's Mayo Couture, uh, and it, you can buy it for 150 bucks. and that is what's trending. So let the music play is the new one from Pink Never Gonna Not Dance Again what a good song if you like that you definitely need to watch the video that also dropped overnight too so much energy it's so good to hear from Pink again I love that song it's a fun sounding song in that video too she's on roller skates going through a grocery store it's a good feel it's a nice feel on a Friday morning so this is uh, that is something that I need because I had a brush with rudeness yesterday and and again I I am a sensitive person so so I, I try to analyze things before I say that was just rude and think, OK, maybe you just need to get over yourself. But I I have two moles that I really want looked at. I just I'm not like super worried, but there's one on my back and I just I feel it when I like wash my back. I feel it. And I asked my husband to look at it. And I was like, does it look weird at all? He's like, it doesn't look weird to me, but I've always had it. And I was just like, I just I really want it looked at. And then I have one on my wrist that I've had my entire life. And um, I went in to get a facial and um, the woman doing the treatment goes, have you ever had that mole looked at? And I was like, uh, no, I've had this my entire life. And she's like, oh, it doesn't look bad. But it, I mean, maybe because it's kind of dark in the center of it. She's like, maybe just have it looked at. And so ever since she said that, I've been like thinking about it and kind of freaked out. So like three months ago, I called a dermatologist office that came recommended by one of my doctors. And they're like, um, we don't have any appointments until November. Again, this was three months ago, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I'll take it. Recommended by my doctor. We'll, we'll, we'll go. So th- I'm looking at my schedule for the month, and my appointment's coming up, and I realized I, we just made a last-minute trip uh, plans to go see my mom for, for the holidays. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is literally the day we're leaving. Literally the day we're leaving. I can't. I, I'm like, maybe they can just put me on another day. Maybe they can switch my appointment with someone. So I call yesterday. And I was like, hey, um, I explained the situation and she I go, is there any way that I can maybe move it to a different day or switch with someone? And she like she didn't even say one moment. Let me see. She goes. The receptionist goes, no. (laughs) And I was just like, I go, excuse me. She goes, no, we can't. We're booked out until February. Let's role play. Hi, my name's Mercedes. I have an appointment coming up in November. I just want to see if I can maybe move it to next month or change with someone else on the schedule. No. (laughs) 
I was, oh. I was like, oh. okay. Uh, I go, well, can I maybe switch with someone? I go, if maybe I could get the first appointment in the day because then I could still make the flight. I, I go, this one is literally within a half hour of our flight leaving. I was like, is there maybe someone could switch with me? And she's like, no. Um, the earliest availability I have is February. I'm like, I, and I explained to her, I go, I, I understand that you guys are busy. Um, I, I've been waiting three months for this appointment. I would hate to have to wait another three months. And she's like, yeah, I don't have anything. And I was like, okay. I go, well, I guess I just won't go. And she goes, okay, thank you. Are you sure? I was like, well, what's my choice? You know? Yeah. I, I, I wait like, till February now for this whole thing. Yeah. So I was like, I, I guess I, I guess I won't go. I guess I'll just try to find somebody else. And she's like, okay, have a good day. Bye. I was like, she'd even try to retain you to, no, to, to work out something nothing. wait list. And are you being overly, uh, overly sensitive on this thing? I don't think you are. Okay. That, thank you. I, cause I was just, I was so rubbed the wrong way. And part of me wanted to call back and say like, you're just so you know, you were kind of rude <laughs> or, or let the doctor know that she represents, Hey, I, you know, the receptionist is kind of like your first experience mm-hmm. with a business. And I just wanted to let you know that yours was kind of rude. And so I didn't, but because I feel like that's kind of like one of those, I'm going to complain kind of things. Like, I don't think, you, you know, I'm just going to move on. But it was just really frustrating. I don't think it's, and let's say she even, let's say she, that's her job is the schedule. And she knows the schedule inside and out. And she just ran the schedule this morning. She knows she is locked in. Nothing ironclad, nothing available till February. It still should have been handled a different way. Yo, Mercedes, hold on a second. Let me, let me just double check everything. Let me take a look and come back. And you know, I'm, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. We're booked out until February, but you know we do have a waiting list. Um, and let me jot down your number because there's always cancellations. I just think she should have been more customer service driven in that situation instead of just that. Nope, it it, it could have been uh, represented in such a better way. Yeah, wait I, list something. Work with you somehow. Even if at the end of the day she knows there's nothing, still don't have you walking away with a bad taste in your mouth, and still have you walking away with some hope and getting an appointment sooner than February. I was thinking about the same thing. Like here I am canceling my appointment, so now there's an opening. Mm-hmm. There's got to be other people that are canceling. You can't tell me that every single person shows up for their appointment in the next three months. So it was just kind of like a brush with rudeness that like, do you ever call a place and complain? Because I I don't like using the word, but a certain name that starts with a K. I don't want to be considered one of those. Um, But I, I just felt like letting that doctor know. Hey, I, your your girl is a little rude. I think you, you know? should. I think you should because she know. is. There are moments of truth for every single business. Whether you pull into a parking lot and hit a pothole, that's a moment of truth. That's a moment of truth for this doctor. You've never met this doctor. Your only encounter with his company is through that lady on the phone. And if she's rude with you, the next person that she's doing the same thing for the next person. And sending people out with a bad taste in your mouth. And someone's going to say, hey, have you heard of Dr. Jones? Oh, let me tell you about Dr. Jones' receptionist. It's, it's, not, it's not a good look on the guy. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm really torn. I got your back, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for you. I'm totally here for you on this thing. That, it's, so, it's so crazy. I, I think I am going. I got a lot of other recommendations, so I'm going to start calling on, on them. But I was just like, I, doctor's offices are booked out far. 
like three months. Well, I remember your whole thing with the mammogram whole thing. Oh, I got that done, but by the still, way. But still, there's a situation. Yeah. Hey, we have an appointment for you at midnight. I'm like, what? <laughs> I went with a different company. I was like in and out. They were so awesome. Yeah, it was it was great. <laughs> I, I'm all for, you know, telling people when something like that, because I'm sure the doctor would want to know. But yeah. good luck with everything. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Hot threes up next. What do you got for us? All right. Well, Powerball did not hit again, and the jackpot has grown. Should you take the cash payment if you win Powerball? We're going to talk about that. Also, 43% of us say we missed the chaos of this. We'll tell you what that is. And Miller Lite is selling some things uh, to make your holidays just a little bit brighter. We'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. Everybody is talking about Powerball. It didn't hit again. And it is the Powerball jackpot has now grown to $1.5 billion after not having been won for months. Now, the cash option for tomorrow night's drawing, it's up to $745.9 million. Now I'm in. Now I'll go buy some tickets. Whoa. <laughs> the question is, if you won, would you take the cash op- option or the annuity? The annuity gets handed out over 29 years, and financial experts say you should take it. 
this is contrary to everything I've ever heard. Everything I've ever heard is saying, take the cash option. Well, the biggest reason experts say is so you don't blow it all like many lottery winners do. The payments would be about $52 million a year. I'm I'm still on lump sum. I, I want it right away. Back in my mind, what if something happens to the lottery system? What if the money goes away or something happens? I don't know. Just give it to me right now. Hopefully, I'll have some financial smart sense where I won't blow through. How much did you say? $729 million in the next five years? God help me if I did. Um. See, I, like, I never really thought about it this way, but to just know I have a guaranteed $52 million paycheck coming every single year, for the rest of my life, the one thing I would want to clarify is, okay, what happens if I die? Then d- is it over or do my, do, does, get it? do my kids get it? Does the rest of my family get it? What's the situation? If it's just boom, that's it. You're done. Then I I might rethink that. So like, okay, 745. Let me see here. Let's do the math. So if we go 745 divided by 52 that's basically 14 years worth so am i going to live more than 14 years or am i going to live less than 14 years but do you think do you think if you had 750 million dollars you'd be able to live off that right oh what no are you kidding do you really think my answer is going to be no no i can't live off of that i'm just saying to get the biggest bang for your buck 52 million dollars a year that would be great just to know i i'm guaranteed that what if like I get the seven hundred and forty-five million, and then uh, I don't know. There's, I, I go into debt. I get stupid with my money, and then I've got nothing to depend on for the rest of my life. So I kind of like that idea. The guarantee pay. Might just what happens if it happens? To the lottery system, like yeah, you know what? The fine prints. You've got two payments, and we're done now with the lottery system. What What do you mean? Like, what's going to happen with the lottery uh, system? Who knows? Who never, knows? Nothing's ever happened with the the lottery system. Th- times are weird. The lottery system dries You're up, and no up one's getting paid out. I don't. I don't know. I don't trust it. I mean, Ten years down the road, something happens. Twenty years. I mean, twenty years of getting paid fifty-two million dollars. Hopefully, you still be sitting pretty after those twenty years. Alex just said, uh, "Remember, half has gone to." Or Alex said, fifty-two million a year is one million a week." Yes. Could you live off of a million dollars a week? I think I could. And do you get that as a paycheck sent to you? And, and back in the day, you used to be able to take your paychecks to casinos, and they'd give you two, two, two free drink tickets when you cash your check at a casino. So could you do that? Hey, can you cash my $52 million check? Yeah, I'm thinking they might turn you away on you that. You think? One. Yeah. Um, also this morning, so here's a weird thing to be nostalgic about. A poll has found that 43% of Americans miss the chaos of Black Friday shopping. Do you guys miss that? I I never really have been one of those people that got into it. I I did think it was kind of cool, though, how a lot, a lot of families would wake up at like three in the morning and go do their shopping for the day. Um, we do we, we do enjoy certain things about online shopping. But according to the poll, the top three benefits are no line, no covid risks and not having to camp out overnight to get the best stuff. But here are a few of the things that we really enjoy about shopping in person on Black Friday. Instant gratification. You've got no shipping. You, you, you get your stuff immediately. 46% of people love that. They say a better customer experience than shopping online. 39% of people agreed with that. I've never gotten into the Black Friday thing. My brother and I used to do Christmas Eve day shopping, and there was some madness. This was back when we would go to the malls and stuff. And, and it was the energy of it I did like. It was kind of fun. We had to get a couple odds and ends. It was, it was kind of a, a thrill to the energy of the malls and stuff. But I, n- I never did. I never got into Black Friday. Uh, 37% of people like 
Black Friday um, shopping because they say you get better deals when you shop in person. With that, I do agree because they have like those, you know, here's a doorbuster that you can't get that online. Like for the next 20 minutes, this stuff is 15%, an extra 15% off or whatever. For what what it's worth, another poll found that 32% of us plan to shop in stores on Black Friday compared to 64% shopping online on Cyber Monday. But Black Friday is still more popular overall. All right. Finally, this morning, it's going to be easier than ever to get uh, drunk this holiday and and just, you know, have fun with the family. But Miller Lite just unveiled something called a tree keg stand that turns your Christmas tree into a beer serving station. It's basically just a metal table you can fit a keg and ice bucket under. It's got holes in the top so you can feed the tap through and clip it to a branch on your tree. The top is about three feet off the ground. The tree sits on it. So it's not like a normal stand, but they say it can hold trees up to five feet tall and 150 pounds. Each one's going to cost you 50 bucks at treekegstand.com. They go on sale uh, next Thursday. So if you want one, set a reminder. Hope you get lucky. Sounds like they're going to have a very limited supply, but they're also selling those beer ornaments again this year. Oversized ornaments you can slip a beer can into and drink out of. Their website says to check back next Tuesday for those if uh, you want to have a Miller Lite themed uh, holiday. That is funny looking right there, that tree cake stand. That's awesome. <laughs> you ever do an actual cake stand? Uh, no. I, I've seen people do them, but I never had the guts. I was, I just never loved beer enough uh-huh. to want to do something like that. You? Uh, I, I tried it once in college. I just, I can't do it. I, I look like I was drinking a lot. I was just falling out of my mouth. People holding your legs up as you're doing a keg stand. Yeah, it's, just it's like, like not fun. Yeah, it's not fun <laughs> at all. Here in the 7 o'clock hour at 740, there's tickets for you Sunday to go see Blue October, and you also get meet and greet passes. So that's at 740. And then up next, we kick off the 7 a.m. Social Club. We'll be live on on Facebook and also YouTube. It is 6.59 Friday. Thank you so much for joining us. We are live right now streaming uh, our show. Check us out on our YouTube channel. Uh, It's the 7 a.m. social, Mercedes in the morning. And then you can also check us out on our Facebook page. Although, actually, technically, it's 6.59. Now we're live. There we go. We're ready to go now. We we weren't (laughs) live. I was like, oh, trying to buy time. But now we are streaming live. So make sure uh, you join us there and uh, you can see what's going on on and off the air. Did you know the meaning of that song? The, the, the actual meaning of that song? Of course I did. I, I mean, did. I, how did... That's what gets me. It's like, how did you just now find out about that? Is it because we played the edited version? Yes. because you never heard it before? I never heard the un, oh. the unradio-friendly version, and uh, I don't even know how to get into this. I'm talking about this song from Lotto. Big energy. BB energy, right? She's saying there's some big energy. Did you say BB energy? What is she saying? Big, big energy or BB energy? What's the lyric? Um... Yeah, she says, I think, big, big energy on this version, but this is not the original version. I know. The original version is a different kind of other energy, uh, which certain guys have that kind of energy. And I learned that yesterday with a conversation with one of Laura's girlfriends, uh, and Laura was there as well. They were talking about uh, her sister, Laura's friend's sister, who's dating a new guy. And Laura's friend mentioned a comment about this guy's certain big energy that he has. And she's like, yeah, it's like the Lotto song. And I'm like... What? And she says the line, the the unedited line from what the song. What a lot of people say Pete Davidson has. Yes. That kind of that energy. That Pete Davidson energy. Yeah. And she says the actual line from the song, and I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, that's the actual line from the song? She's like, yeah, what'd you think it was? I'm like, oh my gosh. 
I've only heard the radio version. That's the only thing I know. The song was uh, like the first time I heard it was actually on TikTok. That was like in, it, it's not edited there. And so that's uh, when I first heard it. But it's a it's a very I wouldn't say widely used term, but it is a common term for that. The guy ha- who has a lot of confidence and he just has that certain energy about himself. Yeah. And I just didn't know. I'm like, you know, how many times we play that on the radio station. I had zero clue. Zero clue. Because I never heard the real version of the song. And so I was just mind blown last night when she used that line from the the real line from the song. I'm like, wow, now I know that song. Is is there a song that you really didn't realize what the lyrics meant until maybe several weeks, months later after? Maybe it was years later. Uh, What was the song whose lyrics just didn't truly sink in uh, for you? There was a song. Oh, my gosh. I used to. I used to sing it all the time, and I used to love the song. It was just, I still love the song, but I remember I'd sing it with my friends. We'd go out, and I mean, this was just our jam, and I never realized what I was singing about until years later, and it's this song by Next. <laughs> Listen to this. You're dancing real close. They're talking about like things that poke. I'm like, what? Excuse me? You're in the car singing this with your mom. Oh, I probably did. I probably did. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I think this part's coming up. Okay, yeah. She's, she says that she feels a little... Oh! Feel a little poke coming through? Excuse me? What? So... Girl, I know you found it. Girl, I know you found it. I never called that line in the song. I was completely <laughs> shocked when I realized what I was singing this entire time. I had no clue. No clue. Even now when I hear it, I'm like, this is, a, <laughs> this is not an appropriate song. You hear it now and you're like, my gosh, we're still playing that song. Steph, I'm watching Steph on the 7 a.m. social and she is dying laughing. <laughs> you, have you heard the unedited version when they're talking in the beginning? No. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't know if I could say it but he goes mm, you're making me right now oh, and then gosh. it goes into the song oh i was too young to hear that song oh my god unbelievable yeah and, and you so. don't want that when you're in the, in the club dancing on the floor you don't want that right i didn't know <laughs> no, no no pokes coming through here that so that was it for me steph is there a song that you were shocked to f- figure out what it was about yes i remember when this song was released i was like i don't know seven or eight years old and the song was the unedited version. My brother played it for me. And it was Monifa, Touch It. Oh, man. I was like, oh, this beat. Oh, it's good. It's not called Touch It. The un- the unedited the version, version is not Touch oh, It. Oh, what's the unedited version? Oh, I can't say <laughs> the can't word. say it. Let me look up here. <laughs> but it, uh, it says some lyrics that I can't say on the radio. It's really bad. But I was, as a kid, you're like, ooh, this goes, this goes really hard.
weird with the it's beat. A, kids singing these songs is hysterical. Oh, yeah. It's so bad. So bad. Yeah, it's a, it, it was absolutely shocking. We're getting some text here. Um, this one says, Missy Elliott's Work It. Yeah, there's some there's some lyrics. I love that song. But yeah, I, I think that when you really listen to all the lyrics, sometimes you just automatically sing with it and you don't pay attention to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. That's one. Uh, this one says, as a kid, I loved Afternoon Delight. Thought it was about rockets flying in the sky. Didn't know until I was an adult what it was really about. It's not about rockets. I thought it was about rockets. What's it about? I had no clue. It's a flyover, right? <laughs> now it's Air Force Base. It's the air show this weekend. What about the planes flying over Las Vegas? <laughs> so funny. I uh... that when the song. <laughs> all the radio edits. If you've only heard radio edits and and then you go and you you by chance hear the real version, you're shocked. <laughs> Back to the it's a lot of big energy. No clue. Uh, coming up here, 740, your tickets to go see Blue October Sunday night Brooklyn Ball with meet and greet passes. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Let's start by talking about the prizes we have for you next week on the show. Your tickets to go see Bruno Mars. Your tickets to go see Katy Perry. And also next week, your tickets to go see Taylor Swift. We are giving away Taylor Swift tickets oh next gosh. week. Oh, my gosh. You guys, you definitely want to be listening. She just announced some additional tour dates this morning. Um, no additional Vegas tour dates, unfortunately. There is an extra uh, Los Angeles state that she um, added. But I was I was crossing my fingers like, please do it, uh, another Vegas one. And so far, nothing. But, yes, we will have your tickets. It's, it's so exciting. She's going to be here in March. You know, the concert's going to sell out within seconds. It's going to be huge. Also, I mean, Katy Perry. Tickets to go see Katy Perry next week, and that kind of ties into this story. Everyone familiar with the Katy Perry song last Friday night? It's this one right here. It's, it's, a, it's a fun song. It's a, it's a cute little viral video that's going around. There's there's a woman who pranked her grandma with a story about the wild night she had last Friday. What the grandma doesn't know is that she's reciting the lyrics to Katy Perry's song last Friday night. And the grandmother's reaction is pretty priceless. Here it is. But I forgot last Friday night. You forgot what? Yeah, we maxed our credit cards. Oh, no. And then we got kicked out of the bar. No. <laughs> We hit the boulevard. Yeah. It was last Friday night. Right. And then we went streaking in the park. Oh, no. And then we went skinny dipping in the dark. You're kidding me. She goes on and on. Grandma's believing the whole thing. Um, that's They're doing that. That's like a TikTok thing, too, uh-huh. where you're, you're texting it to your significant other, the lyrics, and then they, like, you know, catch on. But they do that with a lot of different songs. I've seen... Um, Gosh, I'm trying to remember some of the the ones that people are like, what are you talking about? It's a uh, hello from the other side. And they're like, hey, you, I must have called a thousand times. What? I think you have the wrong person. I've forgotten how it was before the world fell out our feet. Like, it's just so funny. <laughs> <That's> brilliant. <laughs> uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony is taking place tomorrow night. It's going to air on HBO on, on November 19th. We uh, see so Pat Benatar, Duran Duran, Eminem, Eurythmics, Dolly Parton, Lionel Richie, all going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And we also know who is inducting people into the Hall of Fame. That includes Bruce Springsteen, John Mellencamp, The Edge, Pink is going to be there, Sheryl Crow, and, and among others. You get inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame. 
who do you have do the induction for you? Uh, like a celebrity? Yeah, the person that's going to like read your speech and, and tell your little tale before you come out on stage to officially be inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame. I don't really know like any celebrities that well that I would feel comfortable asking. I don't know. Who would you have? You. Oh, like you're talking about, I thought you meant like celebrity celebrity. No, like you're, you're oh, going into like the official oh, well, radio you, hall of yeah, fame well, and then you, you want the person do, to yeah. like, you know, give the, uh, I have known. I, thought, I thought you meant like a, a, like a singer or something. I was like, I would feel not comfortable asking. Um, Ice Cube, do you have, a, are you doing anything on Saturday? Could you, end up, I thought that's what you meant. Oh yeah. Well you, yeah. I, Ice Cube would be awesome. Ice Cube would be awesome. would be like, damn. <laughs> this girl. <laughs> no, oh, I, lo- I love him. <laughs> it pays to be in a boy, man, uh, boy band. And who do you think the richest Backstreet Boy is? I actually saw this and I was shocked at the answer because I thought if I didn't see this, uh-huh. my answer was going to be um, Nick Carter. So Nick Carter is number four. We have yeah. five Backstreet Boys. Nick Carter is number four at $35 million. He does some acting. He has appeared on several reality shows, including Dancing with the Stars and The Masked Singer. Number one is Brian Littrell. Worth $45 million. Now, in addition to his main gig, he also has a successful Christian music career as well. Yeah, I had no idea. I thought, I honestly, I thought he was going to be towards the end. I didn't realize he was the richest one. Yeah, he's the top one. Howie's number two at $40 million. He, He's a musician, actor, real estate developer. Then you got Kevin. He's number three at $40 million as well. He does some modeling and stage acting. Nick Carter is number four. And we have AJ at number five. He makes money on the side selling vape juice and a nail polish line inspired by his two daughters. Oh, very cool. Well, they're still doing very well, all of them. Yes, exactly. I I wouldn't turn any any of that down. you kidding me? Now, next hour, we've got the Friday morning Oh Wow Wheel. We'll spin it at at 8.15. And then coming up this hour, 7.40, those tickets for you to see Blue October on Sunday. And when you get those tickets, you'll also get meet and greet passes. It's Mix 94.1. Taylor Swift, she just announced this morning some additional tour dates to her Eras tour. And unfortunately, Las Vegas does not get one of those uh, dates. Not yet, at least. We're keeping our fingers crossed. There is an additional L.A. date. Um, So you know when those tickets go on sale, it is going to be chaos. But at least there's a few more options. And this could put a damper on someone's wedding plans because... I just saw this morning that a lot of brides are considering moving their already established wedding dates because of the Taylor Swift tour. So you have your wedding date on, you know, whatever date she's coming to town. March 25th, I think for us. Yeah. Yeah. And you're you had it planned for a year. And you're like, oh, my gosh, A, I want to go to that show, or and B, I'm probably going to have a lot of people now not show up at my wedding because they're going to go to that show. And so, so many brides are actually canceling and or moving their wedding dates because of this Taylor Swift tour. Could you, would you ever move for an artist like that? I mean, you're talking about your wedding, all the planning that's gone into it. If you're, let's say it's here in town and your, your, your wedding date is March of next year, March 25th, it's a Saturday. And Taylor Swift made this announcement. You're a huge Swifty. Would you postpone everything, all the planning and everything? I'm sure the following weekend's probably not available. The, the prior weekend's probably not available. Your family member's already working on travel plans. That's a big commitment to move a wedding. As you think about that, you've been planning for months, and now you're debating moving the date because there's a Taylor Swift concert. 
what is the debate? No wedding is that important. <laughs> There's no wedding that that's that is that important. You go to Taylor Swift. Get married Come at on. Taylor Swift. You get married uh, at the concert. There's. I'm serious. I would consider it I, for this. You would this not. Tour, I would consider. You would it. not. Your I, wedding to Matt. If if it's in March of next year, and which here is we are your in anniversary November, was March. Isn't I am. It? I, yes, it is in March, but it's not on that date. But I would consider it. I would call and ask the venue. Is there any availability maybe the following weekend? And not just because I really want to go to the, sh- the show. I think a lot of my guests would ditch my wedding now because of the show. I really do. I think that a lot of the people I know would be like, oh, but Taylor said, oh, well, I'm, we're so sorry. We got tickets. We're not going to be able to make it. I would want everyone to be there. And I really think a lot of people would ditch my wedding for Taylor Swift. So I would ask about it. Doesn't mean I would necessarily change it. And it's not just because I want to go, but I would ask if they had an additional date available that I could, because it's early enough that people can fix their plans. The caterers still have plenty of time. You know what I mean? I think that we could make it work. Still, we're, we're still a few months out from everything. Or if it has a major event taking place during your wedding, maybe you didn't realize a major event was taking place. And some people were like, oh, I'd rather go to Taylor Swift than come to your wedding. When we got married, September 15th, this was 2007. We had our, our boss at the time. Wasn't it was it Nebraska football that he was all in on? Uh, Tom, what was the? What was, was I think it was Nebraska. There was a college team that our, that our general manager was just, I mean, all in on. I want to say it was Nebraska. Was his team lived it, breathed it when it came to college football. We had a couple coworkers that had connections to Nebraska. On that Saturday, there was a huge Nebraska football game, and I remember we the the the, the ceremony took place. And we go to the reception, and all of a sudden, like, 10 coworkers come in, like, 20 minutes late, like, drunk. They left the wedding to go into the casino to watch the Nebraska football game and then show up when the game was over, at least the point where Nebraska had a solid lead. Oh, man. I'm like, oh, dang, sorry. Sorry, sorry. the Cornhuskers are playing the same day as our wedding. I know. Would would you change it over a football game? No. A a concert? Maybe not. As Kelly says, if my friends chose a celebrity over my wedding day, they are friends no more, <laughs> which is a valid point. A valid point. Uh, we just got this text. My two favorites are Taylor Swift and No Doubt. No Doubt came on the bachelorette party and Taylor Swift came on my wedding day. I did not cancel any of my plans, but I was not happy. Is there an artist that you would that you would cancel or or, or move? Maybe not cancel, but you would Make sure that you, if you had adequate time to do so. To make a move. Our wedding was supposed to be on the 22nd, and I don't know why we moved it to the 15th. I need to ask Laura. I just remember we're like 22nd, 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 and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, we're, we're getting married on the 15th. Like, okay, cool. It was the week prior. I don't know why you made the move, though. Something came up. Hmm. And I don't, I, it, I, cause it, wasn't, it wasn't an adventure or anything because we were on our honeymoon and got back that the following week. But we did end up moving our date for some reason. There's not an artist I would cancel my wedding for. No. I don't think there is unless they were dead and they came back to life for one <laughs> night and one night only. And then I might, I might consider it. It just depends. Okay. Who's that dead celebrity that's resurrected uh, on your wedding day? Whitney Houston? If someone said, yeah, like, it's, yeah, Whitney Houston back one night only. Wow, oh, even though I actually, I don't know if I would do that. I love Whitney Houston and all, but I saw her in concert before. So. If Whitney Houston came back from the dead, they resurrected Whitney Houston for one night. I'd be too scared to go. <laughs> be like, what's going on here? What kind of witchcraft Why is taking place? Why are we in this, like, uh, this weird concert universe where the dead are coming back and performing for us? This is like Coco or something. What's going on? I don't know if I do that. Uh, but, BTS, BTS. If BTS were in concert yeah. on my wedding, yeah. uh, 
I don't know. We would we would look at our options. There's we hesitation. Our, All right. Well, just because I think a lot of my friends would also like skip out on it. <laughs> I, like, I want people there. <laughs> uh, we have those tickets for you to go see Blue October. That's this Sunday with meeting we passes. Hopefully you're not getting married on Sunday. If you are, you got to cancel your wedding to go see Blue October. <laughs> but you're going to meet the band, which is cool. Those tickets coming up in five minutes. And also up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for us? All right. We've talked about it uh, all week. Daylight saving time ends on Sunday. But will this be the last time we fall back? We're going to talk about that. Also, what are the things that people like less and less as they get older and um, a COVID-inspired haircutting service is gaining a lot of popularity in Japan. Is this something you'd like to see here in the States? We'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. Six ninety four point one. It's Mercedes in the morning. Hey, Henry. Hi, yes. Hey, you're color 20. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. You're welcome. Thank you for listening this Friday morning. We have a pair of tickets for you to check out Blue October as they come to the Brooklyn Bowl. And not only that, Henry, you get a pair of meet and greet passes, too. Congrats. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I am so happy. Oh, my gosh. So, Henry, we're happy for you. Hold on one second, buddy. Get some information from you. And you're going to join Henry in Blue October and that meet and greet on Sunday night because we have your tickets coming up at 940. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, so don't forget, daylight saving time, it ends Sunday at 2 a.m., so you're getting an extra hour of sleep. That's the good thing. The bad thing is it's going to get dark very early. So in March, the Senate passed the Sunshine Protection Act that would make daylight saving time permanent, so the next time we spring forward, we might never shift back. But that's far from a sure thing. Here's where everything stands right now. The House of Representatives still hasn't voted on the bill. Until it's passed in the House, nothing happens. And we keep shifting the clocks twice a year. Um, A report in July said it hit a brick wall in the House based on, quote, fundamental disagreements over its language, as always. Uh, But it's also on the back burner because things like inflation, obviously, right now are considered a little more pressing than you know, daylight saving. But even if the House does pass the bill, the president still has to sign off on it. Not clear if President Biden would do that or not. What we do know for sure is we will be springing forward on March 12th next year. The question is whether or not we will be falling back next November. I mean, the upside is to be earlier, uh, light out earlier, which is nice. But still, ah, oh, it just depresses me. I know. It's. Uh, I, I really hope that this ends. It, it's got to end. There, I don't think anyone will complain like, well, I really wish we fell back. Nobody would <laughs> complain about that. So but they do. They, uh, they like it for kids walking to school because it's light out earlier for the kids then. Safety reasons. And and I understand that. Uh, it's just... That's the argument that's going to... It's a mess. Yeah. It's a mess. Uh, <laughs> it's a mess at nighttime for the rest of us. Come on, kids. Walk to school in the dark. You'll be fine. It just... It seems exceptionally harsh for us here. I don't remember... Is it because we're further west that it just it seems different? Because in, when I grew up in Colorado, it didn't seem like that big of a deal. It didn't seem like it... 
it affected me as much. Maybe because I was a kid. I don't know. I was saying the same thing because we're kids and that yeah. stuff. Because I would be like, oh, cool. We get an extra hour this weekend. Awesome. And then, oh, no. I, gotta, you know, I lose an hour of uh, playing time. It just wasn't paying attention to when the sun went down. We just, we just did homework and played. We didn't care. It just throws me completely off. Like, a Monday and me feel good for a little bit. But like, oh, I got that extra hour of sleep. But then by the end of the day when it's dark out early, I'll be like, what? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, also this morning, this would maybe daylight savings would fall on this list there are things that are more enjoyable that when you get older like you know vacations naps things like that but not everything gets better with age daylight saving there's an uh, there's an online thread that people are debating about the things we like less the older we get and the number one answer seems to be people which is both depressing and true (laughs) um so what is something that you like less and less as you get older. Think about that. 702-364-9400. Some of the things on the list include social media, um, waiting, anything that requires you like to stand in a long line for a long period of time. It's like, it's just not worth it. Uh, drinking alcohol, especially getting drunk, something that is just that you like less and less the older you get loud places like bars and parties shopping for anything even groceries uh driving video games holidays is on here which i actually feel like i appreciate them more and more as i get older you look at them differently too as a kid growing up it's so presents this that and everything now it's just more like spending time with family which is nice exactly um snow on the list (laughs) i don't know why this is randomly here french fries (laughs) I still love them as much as yeah. I did when I was younger. What is something that you like less and less as you the older you get? Staying up late. It's there's been a transition in my life where I I you know used to stay up late on Friday and Saturday nights, sleep in Saturday and Sunday morning, and the transition took place where I I, I get to bed earlier on Friday and Saturdays. We still do stuff, but I like to get to bed early and then wake up early on Saturday and Sunday morning. Saturday morning, I'm I'm probably get up at I'll probably get up at four thirty tomorrow morning. I like to get up and have my my nice breakfast. Don't be rushed. Enjoy the day. So staying up late and getting up early. Um, we're getting some texts here. Crowds. Jan says crowds. Yes, absolutely. Kelly says trampolines. <laughs> so true. Your ankles. As a kid, it's like, that sounds amazing. Now it's like, uh, no, thank you. Like those bouncy houses. I used to love those things. Now people are like, hey, let's go jump in the bouncy house at kids' birthday parties. I'm like, absolutely not. I'll get stuck in there. Yeah. Or your kid's ankle. Your ankle's going to uh, twist or something. There's no way. Um, finally, this morning. So um, where did it go? Um, oh, tell me if this is something you would like. If you, when you go to the house, uh, the, the, the salon to get your hair done, um, this Tokyo hair salon, they, they came up with a plan during COVID to prevent the spread of COVID. Um, and it's called the silent cut. It's a service and it's actually becoming really, really popular in Japan as a way of curbing the spread during the pandemic. Authorities in Japan started promoting no conversation policies in schools, shops, supermarket, less talking meant fewer risks of spreading the virus via saliva droplets. So everyone understood and complied. But the two the two policies seemed incompatible with businesses like hair salons and barbershops where conversation is kind of part of the service. However, one Tokyo salon decided to implement the silent cut service and it, it's proved to be so popular 
that people are now following suit and they're keeping it even after the pandemic related restrictions were lifted. A recent survey revealed that over 70 percent of people prefer a silent experience when they're getting their hair done with the most common explanations being that they just found it more relaxing as they were able to rest instead of spending what little energy they had left on hearing unwanted information and making small talk. And it turns out hairstylists prefer the silent cut too, with many claiming that they were taught to chat up clients in their apprenticeship, but they actually can concentrate better and they like the silence. When you make an appointment at Larry's Salon, that's the first option you get if you want a silent appointment or not. They give you that option just to, to click it right away. So going into it, your stylist knows, okay, this is going to be a silent one. And then I was talking to another stylist. Uh, she uh, she has a couple clients that prefer that. And she says when she has those silent clients, she does turn the chair so that they're not looking at the mirror together. She's just focused on the hair. And like you said, she kind of prefers it so she can focus on the cut. I asked Larry, I said, hey, what if I ever click that silent box treatment? He's like, yeah, too bad. I guess true. I do like our conversations. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I like the conversations where I go. Um, she and I, we chatted up when I first get there. We catch up on each other's lives. What's going on? And then she usually, while I'm processing, she'll have someone else come in and work on them. So then I get my silent time, and then they're talking. And then when we switch again, then I come back in and we try to. So I feel like I get the best of both worlds on that one. It is a nice option, though. That's cool. And I think yeah. more and more, like you said, more and more salons are just offering that straight up front. It's like you're uh, when you order an Uber, you can request no conversation. Now you can do it when you go to a stylist and just you know have it your way. I always feel bad doing that. I don't want to hurt their feelings. Like, I don't want to talk to you. Oh, I never click that. I never do yeah. either. <laughs> I'm like, go ahead. You can talk to me. Yeah. Do you ever click your uh, AC settings? I just leave them at normal, I think. Or maybe I put cool. I like it. I always like it a little cool. <laughs> <laughs> and Uber drivers see that. Okay, she wants a cool and conversation. Eight o'clock hour. Uh, we have those tickets for you to go see Jerry Seinfeld at 825. And right before that, we'll be spinning the Oh Wow Wheel. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. That's Gail. It's 7.59. It is Friday. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Did you watch um, the World Series last night? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah that was tough. That it was, was tough. Yeah. If you're a Phillies fan, it was, uh, it was kind of a, a bummer. But, um, you know, I just love, love, love those 
powder blue Phillies throwback uniforms that they wore. They are so beautiful. I love what what is beautiful and underrated. I really feel like throwback uniforms are so underrated. I love those uniforms. And those were the ones they wore in the 70s. And also, I remember those are like the, when I think of the Phillies growing up in the 80s in, in, in the Philadelphia area, those are the jerseys I think of. Those are like the ones I think they had when uh, they made it to the World Series in the 80s. Um, so yeah, like watching that last night, it's like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm back home as a kid watching the guys play. That, it, it just, when uh, when they came out and we saw them, my husband goes, oh, they wore the powder blues. And I looked, I'm like, no way. I love those uniforms. What do you think is something that is so beautiful and so so underrated. Um, same thing, Steph, with the Padres throwback uniforms. You know, with that old school font, like th- th- that just says Padres. I love, I love the old school Padres uniforms. I love them too. Uh, it's like the lowercase font, right? Yes. With the orange outline and the yellow font, and they're like mainly brown. I wish that I had a jersey like that because they are absolutely adorable. Those are adorable. And then the other throwback, like as far as logos and teams go, is for my Broncos, the the old school orange crush. They had the the color was it was like a it was almost like a powder blue. And then they had the D logo mm-hmm. with the horse in it. I feel like throwback logos and uniforms are so beautiful. And so underrated. I am such a fan of that look. Oh, I'm looking at the old school Broncos. Yeah. What's, it, the, what's the logo now for the Broncos? It's it's a it's a horse, but it's like a sleek, yeah, kinda, you know streamlined. I mean? Oh my gosh! And they yeah. wear like a like a navy blue now. They don't wear that old powder blue with the orange that they used to in the in the orange crush days. Those I just think that it that look is so underrated. I love it so much. Uh, so yeah, I, I think so many throwback things are car like even like cars like Teslas and stuff are beautiful. I mean the the electric cars and what they can do and how fast they are it's it's amazing but i i love the personality and characteristics of like an old muscle car 60s 70s even early 80s muscle car and there's a company that's taking like the body design of the like a 66 67 mustang and making them rebuilding them new but making them electric so it looks like a classic muscle car but inside it's brand new it's electric and it has all those bells and whistles that's a i mean yeah like especially as a car enthusiast i have to imagine like there's just such a i mean so many people are into that You've got all those old school car clubs and stuff. And I know they have them for like different brands of cars. Or I have that old Volkswagen my dad gave me. And um, every time I talk about it, people offer me money for it or tell me to go to the Volkswagen club. I'm like, well, I'm not selling it one. But maybe once I get it out here, I'll take it to the Volkswagen club. Yeah. And we were where we were. We met a guy. Uh, I think we were in Chicago or somewhere. We met a guy that uh, like restores Volkswagens. I mean, you were showing him this picture. Like, yeah, it's a classic. The one you have. I just wanted to get it up here. It'd be so cool once you once you get it up here. Once you have a spot to put it and drive that thing around on a Sunday afternoon, that's going to be cool. Yeah, that's a that's something that I think uh, I, I I can totally see where you would think it's underrated. The yeah, the newer, the flashier, the streamlined is cool, but there's just something about an old school car or or old school uniforms what is the underrated beautiful thing that you you love steph do you have something going back to the uniforms i really like 
Miami Dolphins colors and they're like their starter jackets. Um, they're like all teal. They have orange and white stripes on the side. By all means, am I not? A, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, but it's the colors that really get to me. I'll watch the games just for their uniforms. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember those starter jackets, the, the teal one with the dolphin on the side. And the, didn't they have like the stripes on the arms? Yes. Too? I remember those. Those were so cool. You ever look at the dolphins logo too? It's like a dolphin wearing the helmet. <laughs> the dolphin's wearing a helmet. Yeah. Look at it. The Miami it Dolphin so has a Miami Dolphin helmet. The Dolphin has a Dolphin. The Dolphin has a Miami Dolphin's helmet on. Oh my! It God. has an M on the side. It's I orange. never noticed that it was wearing a helmet. It doesn't even fit its poor head. He's it's gonna, not even the shape. He's like, gonna get a concussion. There's all this like open space at the top of it on the on that Dolphin's head. You zoom in, he looks miserable. Oh my <laughs> God! This poor Dolphin. He's like, why did they put this helmet on me? Get this helmet off me, you guys! What's going on? Who was tasked with putting the helmet on? It's like someone had to jump in the water, put the helmet helmet on is there a fastener underneath does he have a chin guard on there is an actual real dolphin the model it's based on and where's that dolphin now may he rest in peace oh the new logo doesn't have the helmet really yeah oh, it doesn't oh. no they took the helmet off the poor dolphin people complain animal rights activists complain that's not fair to the dolphin oh yeah now i'm looking at the new logo there's no helmet on there. Oh. <laughs> he's just watching from the sidelines he's not participating in the game <laughs> we're spinning the friday morning we got the oh wow wheel coming up here in about 10 minutes Let's go through the categories. So mine is a song that is popular on TikTok. Mine is a song from an artist that you have not seen in concert but would like to. And mine is a song from the year 1989 because Taylor Swift, she's blowing up. Her tour's coming in. Right, JC? That That's right. It's based on Taylor Swift. There you go. She was born in 89. So we'll spin the wheel coming up in about 15 minutes. Space 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, and those tickets for you to go see Jerry Seinfeld coming up here in just about five minutes. It's Mercedes in the morning. Wow. 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 And now the Oh Wow Wheel. Wow. All right, it is time to spin the Oh Wow Wheel. We do this every Friday. Uh, one of us is going to play a song that uh, makes you say, Oh Wow. Who will it land on? We're going to find out in a second as JC gives it a good spin, but we have our guest vetoer on the line. Hi, Danielle. Hi, guys. How are you? Really good. Happy Friday. The wheel has been spun. You are going to determine if the person it lands on gets to play their song, and it has landed on Steph. Okay. So, Steph, what is your category, and what is your song? Danielle will decide if you get to play it, and if she gives it the veto, it's going to move to JC. (laughs) All right. Danielle, so in honor of Taylor Swift's album Midnight's and her new tour announcement, my category is a song from the year 1989, the year that Taylor was born. So I went with a song that was released April 1st, 1989, De La Souls, Me, Myself, and I. Ooh. I like it. Danielle, what do you think? You want to hear it or you want to give it the veto? Well, I got to give this to my son, Xander, who loves your show, and he's going to give me a thumbs up or thumbs down. So, Xander. Oh, it's a thumbs up, Steph. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. It's the Friday morning of Wow Wheel. 
De La Soul from 1989. The wheel landed on Steph, and she had to pick a song from 1989. That's the one. It was not vetoed. Great song. Great selection, Steph, for her uh, category. Now, if she did get the veto, it was going to go over to you. What was your category, and what was your song? Mine is a, a song that's popular on TikTok, and there's a website called TalkBoard.com. If you go to TalkBoard.com, it literally shows you the, like the TikTok song rankings. And so I was scrolling through, and there's some fun ones on there, but I would have went with the number 12 rated song right now, which is from Taylor Swift, Antihero. It's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me, Which we'll probably hear later on during uh, during the day, so it's almost like you did get it. Plus. I did, yeah, yeah, I got my way at some point. Yeah, this is going to be on the radio. It's going to be coming on sometime soon, so awesome. All right, so my category, I was not even in the running this, this week, but my category was a song by an artist that you would like to see in concert but haven't. And I never saw them in concert, and I won't um, because uh, one of the members has passed away. But I picked No Sleep Till Brooklyn by the Beastie Boys. Ah, it's inactive. And there you go. Next hour, perhaps with the Friday Rewind. Maybe. It's, it's possible. Anything's possible next hour. Yeah, I just, oh, I love them. So it, there you go. There was a selections. Make sure you are listening. If you have any of those requests coming up next hour, we are going to play them all. Your favorites from the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s with the Friday Rewind. Right now it's time for Heads Up, and we want caller 20 at 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You're playing Heads Up, and this is a great prize. We are giving you a pair of tickets. Tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld coming to the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. Some dates in April, June, and July of next year. And if you're ready to go, we've got your tickets right now. Just be caller 20. Your category today, since it's Friday, we have one left. And that category is ham and cheese. Now, you get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Good morning, Megan. Hi, how are you? Doing great. You're caller 20. You're playing Heads Up. Oh, my God. Let's do this. Yes. Jerry Seinfeld tickets are as good as yours. You just got to get six answers in 60 seconds in this category, which is ham and cheese. National Sandwich Day was yesterday. So these are all items or ingredients that you would use to make a sandwich. Okay. All right. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? I'll go with you. Okay, let's do it. All right, Megan, you got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you're the big winner. You start now. Uh, These are red things. You might slice them um, to put on. Tomato? Yes. This is that you get two slices of this to create. Yes. Um, This is green, leafy. You would put on. Yes. Um, This is a meat, and you might fry it in a pan in the morning. No. um, Bacon? Yes. Uh, This is a Cheddar, mozzarella, Cheese. yes. Uh, this is white, and you you s- spread it. On- yes. Oh, wow. oh my gosh, Megan, you just absolutely annihilated that category. You nice. were so good. Congratulations. 
Thank you. Megan, so you're excited. all excited. Yeah, tickets to go see Jerry Seinfeld. That's huge. And by the way, you did that in 25 seconds. Whoa. She, Mercedes, she was finishing it before you even finished your thoughts. I know. Like, I, <laughs> I even felt like she could have gone faster if I was faster. But nice yeah. job. Wow. I like right. a good sandwich. What can I say? Yeah, nice work. You're all set. And uh, next hour, 940, the winning continues because at 940, we've got your tickets to go see Blue October with meet and greet passes. It's mixed. So if you're on Twitter, uh, we've been talking about it ever since Elon Musk took over. If you want a blue verification, you anyone can get one for eight bucks a month. That's going to be happening. Um, and yesterday, Twitter employees were told to go home and that they would be notified by email today about whether or not they were being laid off. Today is when they're starting the, all the layoffs. And it's kind of crazy how they are going to be doing the layoffs. There was a, this internal email that went out that someone leaked, and it says that um, if your employment is not impacted, you will receive a notification via your Twitter email. If your employment is impacted, you will receive a notification with next steps via your personal email. So this morning, Twitter employees are literally checking their work and personal email and it's like a lottery like basically like where am i getting the email from that determines whether i have a job or not and it's i mean i'm sorry but that is just it's kind of a cruel way to let someone know that they're they're fired big time just rolling the dice like am i gonna get the personal or the the business one today you know could you imagine bouncing back and forth between the two i mean even so like doing the email just send it out to all twitter accounts and then you can deactivate the uh, person's email account later on in the day but i'd be bouncing back and forth between radio jc and my work thing all morning long every time an email would pop in i have an anxiety Has, has anyone ever found out that they were fired like in the worst possible way and and what was it? Like, what a way to, to find it out. I feel really bad for those people this morning. It, uh, what was your, what's the worst way you found out you lost your job? Uh, 702-364-9400. When I was, uh, I, I was interning at a radio station in, in Colorado and uh, I, I was doing part-time like answering phones as the receptionist. And I remember one day, they they all said, hey, there's a meeting in the conference room and only certain people were invited to it. And so we had a couple of radio stations there at the station. We had um, like a top 40, a rock, a sports talk and a Spanish station. And everyone was invited in there except the people at the Spanish station. So um, I remember our promotions director, her name was Anna, and and I was like, are you going to the meeting? And she's like, "Uh, no. And I was like, why not? And she's like, "Uh," like she knew already. And, And so we all went in there and they let us know that the stations were all flipping to Spanish, all of them. So basically, poor Anna had to now work for all the stations. I will never forget the look on her face. She was so nice. And so we were all in there. And I didn't care because I was still in school. Like, it yeah, didn't matter uh-huh. to me. I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'm going to find another internship or part-time job. But um, it was it was heartbreaking. That's how we all found out. Like, all together, they made the announcement. And we we're all, like, looking at each other. And uh, it was just it was really, really it was a bummer. Yeah, I, it I, is. I feel like that would have been better, like a one-on-one mm-hmm. conversation with 
each person, but that was that was kind of a bad way to find out. Well, we go with that, uh, and, and it was nothing to do with performance, but Steph was, was we've talked about it on the show, she was like, oh, because of cutbacks during the, the pandemic and everything that was going on with COVID, and, and the, the day all, that day it all went down, Steph, we were all broadcasting from home, and we could still talk to each other off air through the microphones and everything, and I remember Steph saying something to us, we went to commercial break, and Steph just saying, hey, do you guys have to meet with HR after the show? And like quickly looking at email, I'm like, oh, no, I don't. And thinking like, oh, no, is that what this is going to be about? No, I thought we did have one, but you it was only did. you and me on there. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, that's and, what it was. Right. Yes. They were telling us. That's we didn't know what it was. And and like our meeting was at 10.05 and hers was at like 10.30. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, yeah. so we were like, what's our, why are we meeting at separate times, the two of us? And then she's, it's, so we were trying to figure out why our meetings were at different times. And that's when it kind of, then a light bulb went off. I'm like, no, I'm like, no, 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 no. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's funny because I remember getting off the show and I was talking to one of my friends who's also in radio. And I said, hey, I have a meeting at this time. I have a feeling that I'm getting let go. She goes, don't even worry about it. They need you. I'm like, I just have this gut feeling. And he, she goes, did you tell Mercedes and JC that you had this feeling? I was like, no, only because I didn't want to scare them. So when I started the meeting, I remember immediately drop, jumping into the Zoom and Mercedes texted me saying, call me right after. I know. I cheated. They said not to tell her, but I cheated. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm telling her. I, I don't want her to like go in blind, but you. it sounds like I, I didn't quite beat you to the punch. You didn't, but I already knew. Like I had this feeling, but what was cool is they didn't sugarcoat anything. They just said, hey, because of the pandemic, we're losing a lot of money and we're going to have to let you go. Then they're reading me all the things during and I just blanked out. I didn't oh. hear anything. I was like, darn it. What am I going to do for like how many weeks or what am I going to do? It was really it was really interesting. But honestly, I wouldn't change it for the world. I'm glad I got let go. I had a lot of downtime and now I'm back and I'm, I'm happier than ever. Well, we're so happy you're back. And then, yeah, that was just that's right. It was us separate emails and stuff. And we're all kind of talking about like, oh, I wonder why Steph's after us. Oh, no. I I know. And I like I had a bad feeling. And then when we found out, yeah, I immediately texted you. I'm like, please call me. Remember, we FaceTimed after I, I we were yeah. all crying. <laughs> I oh remember God. sitting on my bed and I was like, <laughs> like, it was it was awful. Oh, such an awful time. But, so but, hard. but you're right, Steph. I do. I am glad that it went down the way it did. Um, I, I wasn't happy about that. But at the same time, I think it helped you a lot. I think it helped. Um, us learn skills that we needed to learn. <laughs> yeah, just I, I can now update that website if I need to. I'm like, boom, yes. wow. I was like, okay, I got to learn how to do this website real fast, you know. Um, JC got became a pro at editing bits, like, fast. He already uh, was. Well, he was, was but he, he, even got, he got even better at it. Podcast. You know? Uploading a podcast. Yes. What is this? How long was it? Was it almost a year? So I got let go April 2nd, 2020, and then I came. I'm right after April Fool's Day. What a <laughs> Joke. Oh, I know. Did they wait? They sure did. And then I got I got rehired. It was like the last week of January 2021. One. How long was that? April, May, June. Almost July. a year. Ten oh. months. 
I was let go. Oh, man, remember, I slept in. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? We still had a full staff. We did that stupid thing. We all made signs. We'll get through this together. Oh, gosh. And there was like 10 of us. I, it, it's so cringy. It's awful. It's, let's, it's, let's all make signs. Please, like, go back to our Instagram and delete that post. <laughs> I'm like, doing that now, please. Going that back to so 2020. Dumb. It's sadly, like, like, everyone was let go after that. It's like, oh, yo, we're yeah. in this together. Yeah. <laughs> eh, eh. Oh, my Stay God. Stay strong. Stay positive <laughs> or negative. You God. get it? <laughs> Idiots. We have have the Friday Rewind coming up here um, at, at 9 o'clock. So you get a song you want to hear. 702-364-9400. Send it to us now. We'll give us a good 15 minutes to get your song ready, and we'll play it in the 9 o'clock hour. And up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for us? All right. Well, we are going to talk about uh, the most stressful situations life can throw at you. I'm sure losing your job is one of them. What is number one, though? We'll talk about that. Also, uh, a new study found swearing can actually be very helpful and your life and uh, photos. They, they've released their 2023 go and no list. What are the top places that you should definitely consider visiting and what places should you not go to? We'll talk about all of that coming up next in the hot three. Pink's new song is out. It's called Never Gonna Not Dance Again and we have it for you coming up right after the hot three. Let's Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. A new study has found some of the most stressful situations in life and ranked them based on the amount of trouble that they give us. They asked adults from all different walks of life, and they found that this was the most stressful occurrence. What do you think it is? The most stressful occurrence in life as an adult is buying a house. Buying a house was number seven. Steph, what do you think? The most stressful situation in life. In life? Getting married? Getting good married? Answer. Good, yeah, answer. Yeah, good, good answer. answer. Yeah, okay. good answer. Getting married is not in the top ten. It... Having having a kid, having a child. Oh yes, good answer. Yeah, good a kid. answer. Having a child is number nine. No, whoa, oh, going down, nine. Steph. Um, taxes. Ooh, taxes. 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 Mm, Okay, I'll I'll give it to you. Financial challenges is number two. Oh, okay. Challenges. I don't know if that's... Yeah, we'll put it in there. Financial challenges, number two. uh, Anybody want to help out? 702-364-9400. What's the most stressful life situation? Well, uh, Mercedes, I hope it doesn't happen to anyone, but uh, divorce. How about a divorce? Oh, good answer. Divorce is number five. (laughs) We're getting closer, I feel. Hmm, stressful situation. As an adult. Is it moving? Is moving. Something about moving? Well, buying a house, number seven. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, planning retirement. Where are you going to live? Are you going to have enough money to live off of uh, your future retirement plans? I think that falls under financial challenges. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we may be bust out by now. <laughs> okay. Uh, the number one thing that is the most stressful life situation is... The death of a family member or friend. That is number one on the list. Losing someone um, that you love. That is number one. Financial challenges was number two. Issues at work, number three. Change in a relationship was number four. And then divorce was number five. 
Kids, enjoy it while you're young. <laughs> well, having a kid is number nine, so I wonder if it's equally stressful for them coming into the new family. Like, whoa, yeah. where am I? Who are what these strangers? What is going on? I oh want to go back. <laughs> I didn't ask for this family. Uh, hello. I didn't sign up for this. You can, friends are the family you can choose. <laughs> All right. Did you ever use that line on your parents? No. I, I didn't ask to be here. Get out of here. It's not a TV oh show, son. Oh, my gosh. Um, also, this morning. A new study on swearing has found it is extremely helpful in a lot of ways. For example, if we couldn't swear, I'm sure a lot of us would be stepping out of our cars to fight each other in the middle of the street. (laughs) Now we can just swear at them, right? Researchers found that the most common reason we swear is to release anger or frustration. That includes using it to cope with feelings of anger in stressful road situations. But dropping uh, these four-letter words is also useful in other ways. Uh, They say here are some other benefits to swearing. Um, it It helps us express joy. Uh, like if you hit Powerball on Saturday and you're like, bleep, yeah, I won Powerball. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Is that free or rock? Turn it up. Bleep, yeah. <laughs> um, it helps us deal with pain. Like, think about it. When you hurt yourself, you stub your toe and you're like, oh, bleep, <laughs> bleep. Um, mom, uh, must have, mom must have stubbed their toe again. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it helps us connect with each other. One example they use is humor. They found swearing can be useful if you're trying to make someone laugh. And it also <laughs> helps with feelings of solidarity, like telling a friend, you're the bleeping best. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Bleep yeah, Mercedes. I bleep and love you. You're a bleeping, good bleep of friend. Um, it also can make you sound more convincing. They looked at a previous study that found people who swear in text messages are seen as more persuasive and more believable. But I, I'm never using the word duck in my text. It always, just so you know, if you get one that says duck, yeah, I, I wasn't saying that. So uh, I, I'm afraid, 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 afraid to use that as a substitute. Oh, really? Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you get worried? Yeah, I'm just those, those words. Uh, finally, this morning, Fodors has just come out with their 2023 goal list, highlighting the destinations you should definitely consider visiting. And for the first time in three years, they brought back their no list of destinations that you should definitely reconsider. Now, let's talk about the goal list. It's made up of 40 destinations this year. Six of them are in North America, um, but here here's some here's some of the standouts on the list. Um, Wilmington, North Carolina, is on the goal list. Goal list, yes. Okay. Rye, England, Ostuni, Italy, um, Bacalar, Mexico, Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam, uh, Palawan, Philippines, Morea, French Polynesia, and Puerto Igazu. Argentina. Those are just a few of the cities on the go list. I got one of them. My, my sister used to live in Wilmington. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, so we go down in the summertime to see her. They say that is a that is definitely a nice place to go. As for Fodor's no list, ten regions make the list, and they're actually broken into three categories. There are um, natural attractions that can use a break in order to heal and rejuvenate. There are cultural hotspots plagued with overcrowding and resource depletion. And then there are locations suffering from a water crisis. Guess what? We're on that list. <laughs> yeah, they're saying don't go, to, don't go to the American West is what they're saying, i.e. Arizona and Nevada, because of the water crisis. We're on the no list. Really? Yeah. Also for 
the water crisis is the southern European watershed and Maui, Hawaii. Those are on the no list. For overcrowding, they're saying Italy's most popular destinations like Venice, the Amalfi Coast, stuff like that. Cornwall, England, the the Netherlands, Amsterdam in the Netherlands, and Thailand. Those get a no on overcrowding. And places that just need a break in order to heal and rejuvenate. France's Cliffs, um, Lake Tahoe, California, and Antarctica. It's like a bum leg or something. He's got to rest it for a little bit. Yeah, just let it get some rest. Don't go. You can go visit it later, okay? They just need some sleep. Now, it's Friday mornings. We have the Friday Rewind. You got a song you want to hear? Send it to us right now at 702-364-9400, and we'll start that here in just about four minutes. But first, we got that brand new song from Pink. It is so good. And I'm just saying... Allegiant Stadium just tweeted out something very interesting. They have a picture of the Raiders mascot saying, like, we can't stop dancing to Pink's new song. Never going to not dance again. So what was that all about? Is that a teaser? Are they Taylor Swift in us? And that's a teaser? Uh, We're like, oh. I don't know. But here it is now. Never not going to, never going to not dance again. It's the new one from Pink on Mix. If someone told me that. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From 2009. That is such a great song. It's Owl City and Fireflies. It's Mercedes in the Morning, the Friday Rewind. And now we are really taking it back here. We are going to go back with the Rewind quiz. Yes, going back to 1990. Now, Mercedes, your record is very impressive. You are 33-2 and on this game. Okay, not bad. Not bad. I had a couple of weak spots, but let's see if we can keep the streak alive here. So we'll play a song in reverse, and you just have to guess what it is. And, and we're going back to 1990. So this song was on the charts on November 4th, 1990, and I'll, I'll paint the picture. As far as TV, the hot news show at the time was Beverly Hills 90210. And then Pee-wee's Playhouse was coming to an end in November of 1990. And then if you're going to the movies this weekend in 1990, probably either go see Rocky V or Stephen King's It. Oh, man. Okay. I used to love Pee-wee's Playhouse. I'm ready. Let's do it. They're the word of the day, right? Yeah, right. All right. Here we go. Here is the song played backwards. Do you want a hint? Is it, is it Janet Jackson? It is a Janet Jackson song, is yes. It, is it Black Cat? Uh, no, not Black Cat. I'm going to say Black Cat, Janet Jackson. There it is. It's oh, popping out, yeah. Is it? It's coming out, yeah. Okay. It is, yeah. Janet Jackson, Black Cat. Yeah. Oh, wow. I really thought you had me on that one. But once you heard that that guitar, it was it was apparent. Yeah, exactly. Oh. It's Janet Jackson's Black Cat. So you moved to thirty four and two. Whoa. 
Very impressive, my friend. Thank you for not playing Baba Ganoush or Baba (laughs) O'Reilly. We're going back to 1972. So we play it. So here it is. It's Janet Jackson. It's Black Cat. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Okay, well, you heard it earlier. Pink is trending. Her new single dropped last night. It's called Never Gonna Not Dance Again. And it's the latest single by the Grammy Award winning singer since her July single, Irrelevant. And here's a little taste of that. dropped a video for the song showing her getting the party started in a grocery store. It's a really cute video and brand new music from Pink. I love it. It's a great sounding song, yeah. Um, She's going to perform at the upcoming American Music Awards on November 20th and she's going to appear alongside Carrie Underwood and Imagine Dragons, so that should be a good lineup of performers for that. I I love the song the first time I heard it, but I heard it now a couple times and we just played it last hour and I'm kind of just like tapping along to the song. It's it's got a nice uh, like 70s like vibe to it. It's a good feel. Yeah, so uh, we'll we'll keep you posted on uh, on new music from Pink. Hopefully that means a new album is on the way. Also trending this morning is Selena Gomez. Her new Apple TV Plus documentary, My Mind and Me, is out today. She had planned to release it a bunch of other times, but she said it just didn't feel right. And then the pandemic hit, and and a lot of people started having conversations about mental health. And she knew that it was time for all to be revealed. And it's pretty, it, it it's pretty raw. And she talks about her bipolar disorder, her lupus diagnosis, as well as her 2017 kidney transplant. It really does take a raw look at mental health and and pulling back the curtain of her fame to reveal everything that she was going through at the time. Yeah, it looks pretty compelling. Just seeing the, the previews for it, and just hopefully this opens up some conversation for some people who are uh, afraid or. Uh, not ready to have a conversation. Well, I think a lot of people, you know, have it's definitely more, um, more talked about than it was before. Mm-hmm. I think, and I think this is a a great way to get even more people joining in. So that is trending. And then, Craft and Juicy Couture are trending. The collaboration we did not see coming is between Juicy Couture and Craft Real Mayonnaise. They uh, they have a, a clothing brand. The, the clothing brand is known for those 2000s velour tracksuits, remember? Well, now they're mixing that in with the mayonnaise. They're called It's called the Smooth Lovers Collection, and it's inspired by Craft Mayo and then Juicy's Distinct Textures. So... It's a tracksuit in a deep blue shade of plush velour, just like the Kraft Mayo labels. And rather than juicy uh, appearing on the booty of the, the, the s- bottoms, it says smooth on there. Mm. Um, the jacket will have long live velvety and colored rhinestones on the back. And then it also has a, a velour tour, tube top that says Mayo Couture uh, on the front. There's a limited edition matching tube top also for your jar of mayonnaise if you really, really want it. Uh, the set's available on their online store that they created just for this collab, Mayo Couture, and it's a $150, and that's what's trending. Blue October, Sunday, Brooklyn Bowl. We've got your tickets coming up at 940 with meet and greet passes. Here are more details on that show. Delamitri on the Friday Rewind here on Mercedes in the Morning. Hey, Michaela. Hi. You are color 20. Yes. Get to see Blue October. They 
going to be in town on Sunday at Brooklyn Bowl. You just got your tickets and meet and greet passes. Congratulations. Oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> we love it. Wow. The... Thank you. Thank you, Michaela. Hey, hold on one second. We'll get you all the details for the show on Sunday. And if you want to go to that concert Sunday night with meet and greet passes, Heather has a pair for you in the 5 o'clock hour. Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning, the Friday Rewind. We've got one more request here, Jody. We got your request. Your PM Dawn is coming up here in like 30 seconds. And that is it for us on a Friday. Hey, you guys have a great weekend. If anyone is out over at the official holiday cactus garden lighting tonight, please say hi. I'm going to be out there hosting the festivities over at FLM's in Henderson. I cannot wait to do that. So hopefully if you're out there, please say hi. I'd love to see you guys. We're going to be back Monday and oh man, oh man, like of all the weeks, we've got a jam-packed one. We've got Bruno Mars tickets to give away. We've got Katy Perry tickets to get give away to see her residency over at Resorts World. And we have Taylor Swift tickets to give away. She is coming to Allegiant in March and we're going to have tickets all week long. I cannot believe it. How exciting is that? All of us were stunned. We get an email for our prizes for the following week. And I got that email. We all got the email yesterday. I opened it up. I'm like, Katy Perry, awesome. Bruno Mars, awesome. Wait, Taylor Swift? What? Is this right? We have uh, five We have five pairs of tickets, but then we're like, no, how about we just give away two? And then we're all going to go. No, just kidding. No, we're going to give away tickets all week long. So make sure you are listening Monday morning to find out how to get yours. And that'll do it for show number seven. 1731 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns Monday morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.